Welcome back in Main Street Sports today on this Friday edition. J.P. Plant alongside the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and our special guest host Steve Lehman, News Channel Five, joining us today. Busy, busy show. Later on, we'll be joined by Jeff. Uh, excuse me, by Joe Rexroad, uh, as we'll be talking the um, Men's College World Series. Uh, many, many topics. Also, this day in Braves history and the Braves and the Cubs. Uh, they are underway already for their weekend series. So plenty to get into, Mo. But we've got a Friday staple to get to. We absolutely do. Joining us now is voice of the Nashville Sounds, Jeff Hem, gracing us with his, um, well, I'm not going to say his beautiful face, but gracing <laughs> us on video. It's a looks good looking like, face. Come on. Looks like from First Horizon Park already. No, no, no. I'm sorry. From AutoZone Park in Memphis. You're already there? Yeah, I'm here. It's great to see you guys. I'm sorry you have to deal with my face, but it's good to see yours. <laughs> well, it's it's you know it it goes both ways, but yeah. Um, Jeff, the sounds dropped a tough one. Have dropped a few tough ones here of late. And if you're into standings, watching on June 17th, they are atop the International League West by half a game over Columbus and these Redbirds that they will continue their series against tonight. Yeah, there's a few different layers, I feel like, when the Sounds and Redbirds match up. Obviously, the intrastate rivalry is fun, and the teams go way back from their days at AA in the Southern League and now long time at AAA. Uh, it's back to being Brewers and Cardinals affiliates as those two teams are jockeying for position atop the National League Central. Uh, and then there's just the component of the Sounds kind of on their own, and they've had sole possession of first place since May the 5th, uh, and that, again, becomes now in jeopardy tonight uh, as they are a half game, as you mentioned, against two teams, including the one that they're playing. Um, you know, offensively in June, the team has not quite had the production that they had in May. May, they were one of the better offensive teams in the league. Uh, the pitching has been pretty steady throughout, uh, but the, the wins and losses lately have kind of ebbed and flowed as the offense has gone. And there are just a few guys that they're they're trying to kind of get going a little bit more. Um, you know, a lot of different reasons why those kind of things can happen, especially at AAA. Roster movement is always a storyline. Uh, the Brewers have had some needs over the last few weeks, especially on the pitching side. So there's been movement there that you know at AAA you're always going to have to deal with. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is still a, a really good team. And um, even if they're not playing their best right now, and they're also running into some good teams, uh, Durham for the Rays, uh, Norfolk has a ton of Orioles prospects on that team, and these Redbirds are one of the better offensive teams in the league. So you're going up against good competition in addition to trying to get yourself right. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, about 60 games in, this is a good team. They've been fun to watch, and a lot of guys have gone to the big leagues and gotten some chances, and that'll continue. And uh, from a sound standpoint, it's been it's been fun to watch them, and it's been an intriguing series so far here in Memphis. Sounds took the Wednesday matchup 8-4 in extras. That's the um, the one win thus far in the series for the Sounds. Um, but I did see that Corey Ray is back, which I made it out to the ballpark on Saturday, and he was not playing. Was he? Um, what was his situation? Has he been injured? What's going on with him? He was hurt for a little while, uh, and that's why he he had a few weeks where he was not playing. And now that he's come back. Uh, they've been careful with him. Yeah, you know they don't want to get him right back in there every single day, and so they, he's he's played a little bit more 
sporadically, kind of a similar situation they're dealing with in the outfield with Garrett Whitley. And so those two guys have sort of um, gone back and forth in terms of sharing the playing time in the outfield. But but Corey is back, and, and he's one of the guys, Rick Sweet has said, they, they want to get going now that they've got him healthy again. Um, he was off to a good start this year, just like he was last year when he started to miss some time. Uh, so he's one of the guys that, uh, you know, the Brewers are high on, the Sounds are high on, and they're they're trying to get Corey going. A good example of what the offense is trying to do overall because we've seen Corey play so well, and uh, they're trying to get him back to where he was pre-injury. Pablo Reyes looked good in that Saturday night game that I was at. Jeff, what what are the thoughts about him over the course of this season? Yeah, he's done. He's done very well. He had a little bit of a late start to the season, um, something he had to go back home for during spring training. And so his his timeline was kind of delayed. And he told me when we were in Toledo a couple of weeks ago, he's really starting to feel better at the plate, feel more consistent, um, kind of getting his feet under him a little bit with his swing and it, just feeling comfortable from that standpoint. Uh, and he did well when the Brewers needed him recently for about a week. He went up there. Mark Mathias is up there now, and he and Pablo kind of share the same role. They can play all over, uh, good defensively, a little bit of power, and so Matthias is up there now, but even Pablo got a chance up there uh, when the Brewers were dealing without Colton Wong and Willie Adamas, and there have been some needs up there. So um, it's been good to see Pablo play well. Uh, Mario Feliciano has been playing very well offensively. That was kind of a fun storyline when this series began here in Memphis because both teams have a really highly touted young catcher the sounds with Mario Feliciano and the Redbirds with Ivan Herrera. But now Herrera is going up because uh, Yadier Molina is is now hurt for St. Louis. So the Redbirds are losing a key guy from their standpoint, and the sounds are getting good production right now from Feliciano. Jeff Hamm, the voice of the Nashville Sounds, joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Jeff, um, as I mentioned, made it out to the ballpark, out to First Horizon last Saturday. Um and it was a really cool event there as the Sounds honored the only native Nashvilleian in the National Baseball Hall of Fame, Norman Turkey Stearns from, um, of Negro League fame, um, played for the Nashville Elite Giants, played for the Detroit Stars, among others, and got a chance to meet his, sis his daughters, excuse me, <laughs> Joyce and Roslyn, and the Sounds gave out Turkey Stearns jerseys, as you guys like to call them, and it was it was just a really cool event. I thought. I agree. It was great to have you there, and part of it. Um, and I, I love what I'm proud of what our team, the Sounds front office, put together um, to to properly honor Turkey Stearns and to continue to honor people like Turkey Stearns. Um, it was, it was really cool. I, I learned a lot. I've learned a lot about Turkey Stearns over the last few months. His daughters are tremendous people and they're so proud to tell their dad's story. And, you know, as I was telling you, Mo, uh, there were other people, the sounds were trying to early on in the, in the spring and winter as they're planning things, trying to figure out kind of who should we start with? Who should we honor first? And different people said, well, you can't, family members of other players said, well, you can't, you can't honor my dad or my grandfather, whomever, until you start with Turkey Stearns. There was sort of a, a consensus of what he meant uh, and continues to mean to the, the origin of, of baseball in Nashville and, and just telling the stories of all those amazing Negro League players and what they went through and then the recognition they didn't get but now need to get. So I, I it was really cool. I'm glad you were there. 
Uh, I hope other people were there. I've archived uh, some of the audio from the ceremony that played that people can go online and find. I've, I've tweeted it out just because there's some great clips in their comments from uh, from Skip Nippert and uh, other historians and, and uh, Nashvilleians who, who were helping tell the story of what Turkey Stearns meant. So it was, uh, you know, it was really cool. I, I'm proud of what our organization did on that. I had very little to do with it, but I'm proud of them and their ability to tell Turkey's story because it's pretty cool. Guys, jump in. <laughs> Steve, what you got? Well, Jeff, I'm just curious watching from uh, just down the street at News Channel 5 most of the time if I can't uh, make the walk into the ballpark. So often we see teams that get off to the hot start like the Sounds did. Well, it's because they got really good players. And oftentimes those players then get rated to go up to the big league. You mentioned a couple of those guys. How much has that impacted how they've played in June, the influx of guys coming and going? And do you see it settling down at any point, or is this just the reality of AAA baseball? I think it's probably the reality of AAA baseball, and I think it feels even um, more glaring right now because April was remarkably quiet in that regard. Uh, we had almost no movement, uh, and now the Brewers have had some different guys uh, go down, unfortunately, with injuries. Uh, we're going to have Brandon Woodruff starting here tomorrow in Memphis on rehab for Milwaukee. That's a guy that they're trying to get back, and while he's been out, uh, one of the better sound starting pitchers, Jason Alexander, uh, insert George Costanza joke here. Jason Alexander has been up for the Brewers uh, and doing a tremendous job up there. Well, obviously, then that's one key guy of a sounds rotation that the sounds individually don't have. But you love the story of Jason. I mean, he's 29 years old. He's never been a prospect. He's had injuries. And it's just all sort of come together for him this year to get these chances. And he's doing really well up there. So while, yes, that does have a quote-unquote negative effect on the Sounds' ability to win games. At the end of the day, you see a guy like that so deserving of a big league chance and do well with it. Um, those stories never get old. So that certainly has played a role, especially from a pitching standpoint. The Sounds' rotation has been a little bit different uh, at times because of guys like Jason going up. And really what, what happens is guys get called up who have the, the – the freshest arm or who's on the most days of rest, who's most available in this case for the Brewers, those are the guys the Sounds are going to lose. That, But rarely do you then get a guy immediately up from AA to backfill that spot. So that's just life at AAA where the AAA team has to sort of just kind of figure it out and get by. And that that's, I think, had the, a greater impact on the Sounds is just getting thin in the bullpen at times because they're not immediately – getting somebody back, or if they are, it's somebody who's coming down from the Brewers, but the reason they're coming down is because they just pitched up there. So even though they're coming back to your roster, they're not going to be available for a couple of days. So it's this puzzle piece that Rick Sweet and our pitching coach, Jeremy Accardo, have to navigate. So that, that's life at AAA. It happens. I think the depth then is what keeps you winning games, and that's why even with all this movement in May and June, the sounds are still where they are at the top of the division hanging in because they've got the depth in the Brewers organization to kind of withstand a couple of key guys going up and, and helping. Mo mentioned earlier, Pablo Reyes, he's having a great season. And the other guy that it seems like I'm calling his name every night in the highlight is Abraham Almonte. To get this offense going back to where they were a couple of weeks ago, how important is he? And who are some of the other guys that have to step up in your mind? Yeah, Almonte's been huge, and he is the 
typical sort of veteran presence that you like to have on a good AAA team just because he's been in the game so much and had so much major league time. Um, you know, he, I know you guys will know, Mo, I know you'll know, Almonte had some huge hits for the Braves down the stretch last year. He was a big reason why that team uh, made the run that they did. And Almonte is very proud of the World Series ring that he got for his time with Atlanta last year. And you're, and you're right, Steve, he's been huge for the Sounds. Uh, switch hitter, uh, plays a good outfield, and he is kind of a, a leader on the team in that way. Um, so he's been big. Uh, Weston Wilson is starting to come along now. He's a guy that uh, went through a little bit of a, a slow patch, but uh, had a big home run last night trying to help them rally from down 7 nothing. and the Sounds lost 7-6, made it really interesting in the ninth inning. So Wilson's been a key guy, and Bryce Terang is just so fun to watch. Every single day, 22-year-old shortstop makes a wow play in some way, shape, or form. Um, Terang has really been uh, not just impressive, but consistent this year. Uh, he's been a lot of fun to watch. The Nashville Sounds finish up their six-game series out at Memphis, 7.05 tonight, 6.35 Saturday, 2.05 on Sunday. Return to First Horizon Park for 12 games starting on Tuesday, six against Gwinnett and another six against Indy, the Indians. So, Jeff will get to sleep in his own bed for a little bit. Mo, um, Mo I, I've got one <laughs> one final question for Jeff. While in Memphis, give me your best restaurant you've eaten this week. What is it? Oh boy! What's the best food? I have not been at it. I have not been as adventurous as uh, as I probably should be. Uh, I did. I do enjoy Aldo Pizza, which is right near yeah. our hotel. Uh, good spot there. I have not yet made it to Rendezvous. I know people feel very strongly one way or the other about Rendezvous. I've not. That's gotten very disappointing. That's uh, very disappointing to hear. Yeah. You got to make that. <laughs> but I haven't gotten there yet. Yes. Yes. You've got yeah. some time, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Well. And, uh, and Central Barbecue is yeah. very good as well as Rendezvous. So they're get on the some weekend cue. list. It'll yeah, get happen. some cue. Oh, yeah. For, no, it's going to happen. <laughs> There's no doubt. It's going to happen. Absolutely. Jeff Hamm, the voice of the Nashville Sounds, joining us here on Main Street today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Jeff, we appreciate See you guys. Have a great weekend.